0: I think I'm in the sweet spot right now. I haven't been to a wedding, in I'm trying to think. My little buddy Weasel's daughter got married, what was that, four years ago? Five years ago, maybe? I don't know. You, you lose track of time after a certain point, right? It might have been two years ago, might have been ten years ago, but it's been a while. Um And I haven't had any other ones. Sarah, you didn't go to any this summer, I don't remember, right? Me? No. You're coming into that age, though.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't get invited to a lot of weddings. Oh. A lot of my friends aren't getting married. They aren't? No.
0: Yet. Not yet.
1: well. Not yet. I don't think a lot of them plan on it. And if they do, they want to elope.
0: I thought all you kids from the woods get married at like nineteen. Isn't that a, that's not a thing anymore?
1: Yeah, but I don't talk to a lot of people from the <laughs> woods anymore.
0: So you're 23. So in the 24. next 24. 24. So in the next five or six years, I'm sure you're going to have some weddings, So That's the age, right? You go. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. And there's phases because you get your group where, you know, you and people your age start getting married. And I'm not putting any pressure on you and Johnny. You guys take your time. You do what you want to do. Um, then you get to a phase where, um, you, you move to your friend's kids start to get married. Maybe you got nieces, nephews, things like that. But, um, that's typically the way that it works. Kendall just texting me, our content producer, uh, went to one wedding this summer, two last summer, already has one booked for next summer. Mac, our other producer, had two this summer. So they're a little bit older than you, Sarah, but that's what's in your future.
1: Great. I love spending money on other people.
0: This is the thing. Weddings are out of control. It's not at all common for people having the wedding to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on their big day. Now, okay, whatever. Your choice. I'm not going to judge how you spend your money. It's crazy. I wouldn't do it. But hey, fine. It's up to you. But the costs don't end with the couple. I think that's part of the problem. What we're starting to realize here. Uh, you ever been a groomsman or a bridesmaid? That's going to cost you. That's just a big bill. Um, sure, you want to be there for your friend. I've done it a couple of times. And it's a good thing to do, and I w- I'm glad that I did it. But it costs money. Uh, I think bridesmaids probably get hit harder when it comes to the cost of the dress and the makeup and the parties and all the rest. There's more that goes into being a bridesmaid. If you're the groomsman, you, you go to the tux fitting, whatever the case may be, you throw a stag, and then, and then away you go, all of which cost money. So what it comes down to is it's not cheap this whole wedding industry and it's not just the people getting married now though more and more people are simply saying you know what i hope you have a great day but i'm out i can't afford it i don't want to spend my money on it do it without me which this can't be an easy decision to make but it appears to be something of a trend we're going to speak now with uh, maria postal nayak a freelance personal finance writer and a columnist for the globe and mail maria thank you so much for joining us i appreciate your time
1: no problem. Thanks so much for having me, Shay.
0: So you you did this right? Like you actually made the tough decision to just politely decline an invitation. How did that go?
1: I mean, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't easy. Um, it was a close friend. It wasn't you know one of those distant relatives who you see twice a year. It wasn't you know a colleague um, from your distant past. It was a, a pretty close friend, um, but she was having a destination wedding and it just wasn't in my budget and you know that's something that i had to do and my reason behind writing the story was sort of wanting to normalize that because i feel like this is the position that a lot a lot of young people are in right now
0: i think you're right i think you know you take a look at the cost of living what everybody's facing we're talking about people having a hard time affording rent and all the rest of this stuff so uh, i i don't think you're alone right is there some comfort in knowing that there are other people out there that are in the same position and have made the same decision
1: yeah, for sure. So, some of the internal data I actually looked at for um, the piece I wrote for The Globe was from Zola, which is a wedding planning agency, and they said that almost 50% of guests um, are claiming that inflation affected their ability to attend weddings this year, and 24% are saying no to weddings altogether. And that's all weddings, not one or two, but all weddings. So, that's pretty significant data, right? Like, yeah. if you're planning a wedding, you're expecting that at least half of the people that you invite will will come but not anymore probably
0: what um how did it go when you said no you you can't do it um what what was the response
1: Obviously, she was a little bit upset, but at the end of the day, if you explain why you couldn't go, just, you know, the the main thing here is is don't ghost the person. Don't say that, you know, you can't go because you're busy or, you know, you have you have something more important to do. At the end of the day, I just kind of explained that this wasn't in my budget right now and. I really want to celebrate her in a different way, so I, I told her that you know, after she's back, we're going to go out for dinner um, with both her and her husband, and you know, we're going to do this, uh, do a little bit of a gathering to kind of um, celebrate her, celebrate this occasion, but without necessarily me having having to go there because it, it just honestly wasn't something that was possible at that time, and she was understanding, but. It did take a little bit of time, I'm not going to lie.
0: Oh, I bet, yeah. But you know what, Maria, how can you not be understanding? I mean, in the piece that you put together, in the work that you've done on this, just the costs, I mean, if you're a bridesmaid or a groomsman, it's thousands of dollars. But even if you're just a guest, you know, like you say, this was a destination wedding, so now you're traveling, you could be talking about thousands of dollars, right?
1: Yeah, so one of the one of the people that I spoke to for the article, Sylvia Mazzotto, she actually said that she has saved... Seventeen thousand dollars by not attending weddings in that you know that that age group between twenty five and thirty four when you're you know overwhelmed with wedding and wedding adjacent events. So she has spent over this whole time period. She's in her um, mid thirties, I believe. Only three thousand um, dollars, which to me sounds pretty. I mean, it's that, that sounds wild because that's a lot, That's that's pretty much almost. Nine years, I think, um, but she has been saying no to a lot of weddings. She's only been going to weddings that are, you know, her closest friends, and she's been trying to kind of be very, um, very clever with the way that she finds gifts, um, the, the sort of wedding events that she chooses to attend, and that has saved her seventeen thousand um, dollars. But a...
0: that's incredible. Yeah, I mean. Say that again. Did you say seventeen or seventy?
1: Seventeen thousand dollars. And and of course that will depend on, you know, what sort of wedding it is, what province you live in as well. Um she does live in Toronto, so things do get a little bit more expensive yeah. here for sure. Um but you know, that is, that is the reality. That's her reality. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that.
0: Um, okay. So you've decided that you're not going to go. Um, do you send a gift or do you just, is that it? Are you, are, are you out? I mean, if it's about cost, you're not, you're not politely declining, but still sending a gift, right? Like you're saying, I'm not going to be part of this. Like you said, we'll do something later. So you're just not involved in the wedding at all.
1: No, I think and I mean this will this will be a case by case um scenario. I think that you should definitely send a gift if it's if it's a close friend. Um you should definitely try to, you know, um uh, make time to celebrate the couple in a different way as I said through a dinner or just, you know, hosting them at your at your place as well and treating them to a homemade dinner, something along those lines. Um but sending a gift is I think you know, a good thing to do it just shows that you know you still support yeah. you still support them on this day, and it's just a caring thing to do, and it won't cost you that much. There are many smart ways to to get an affordable gift
0: because you can't skimp, right? I mean, you can't. I mean, you don't want to be that person either. So, I mean, it's a really tough spot to be in, and I think maybe you've got. The right idea there. You know, you, you do something special, but just say, I'm not going to be spending all the travel. It's a tough one, though, isn't it, Maria? I mean, maybe we need to rethink the whole wedding industry because it is <laughs> so expensive.
1: It's a huge industry. And you, also have to, you also have to consider how much uh, people who are getting married are spending on weddings. I think the average the, the most recent data is that the average amount Canadians spend on a wedding is about twenty nine thirty thousand dollars <laughs> $30,000. So they are Spending a lot. So I guess it's understandable that people kind of expect a lot in return, but I think we're in a very difficult, um, you know, economic situation right now. It's something that people need to have a little bit more leeway with.
0: No kidding. You're absolutely right. Uh, Marina, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it.